Insider secrets to a diverse and inclusive team. It's more than just having someone who checks the box, folks, okay? And fact of the matter is, it takes a village to raise your business. So let's keep your existing one around. That's your team, your staff, your employees, your contractors, your freelancers. Let's keep them around. Let's keep on growing. But let's also be intentional about who is around you. We are joined here on this week's episode with top diversity, equity, and inclusion expert, Iris Drayton-Span, is joining us this week to discuss how you can ensure that your small business is developing and growing a diverse and inclusive team, staff, and employees. So you definitely don't want to miss this episode. (laughs) Welcome to Entrepreneurship is a Marathon a podcast about how you can grow a profit-producing, purpose-driven business without burnout. We don't need more people starting businesses. We need more people continuing. Each week, we'll deliver the latest and greatest tips, tricks, and strategies for you to revive, grow, and scale your business. Now, here's your host, consultant, professor, and the business defibrillator, Vanessa Zami. Yes, that's me. And we're joined here with Iris Rayton Span, who was recently named one of the 10 most influential D&I leaders of 2022 by CIO Views Magazine. Iris has over 30 years of experience that she will be sharing with us here on this week's episode as you expand your team and improve your client retention in 2023. So you definitely don't want to miss us here tonight. Before we go to all of that, though, as always in every episode, for those who are just tuning in to our show, you may not know this, but for those who are regular listeners and viewers, as we do in every episode, what has been your win of the week? Okay, folks, what has been your win of the week? During the last seven days, what is something that you are celebrating? It could be a business win. It could be a personal win. It could be a combination of both. But what is your win of the week? Right. And type it in the comments. If you're watching us on YouTube, then scroll to the bottom, hit the subscribe button. Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. And then keep scrolling and type in the comments. What has been your win of the week? What do you want to celebrate with us here this evening or this week or this month? If you're listening to us on the podcast, then just think to yourself, what is something great that has happened? And why do we do this? Why do we do this in every episode? Because entrepreneurship is a marathon. And it's very easy in that marathon to say to yourself, I didn't hit my goal this month. I didn't hit my goal this quarter. I didn't hit my goal this year. Oh, I wanted a thousand followers. I only got 500. Oh my goodness. These sales. Oh, where are these leads? Where are these prospects? Oh, right. Very easy to go into the the confines of dismalness. But ultimately, right, there's probably something positive. There's probably something that has happened that you can be proud of during the last seven days, whether it's personal or it's business. So share with us here, what has been your win of the week? If you're watching us on LinkedIn, then type it in the comments on the right side. What has been your win of the week? We're going to start with our guest here, Iris. What's been your win of the week? Uh, Thank you so very much, Vanessa. So glad to be here with you today. Uh, for this session. I think my win of the week is intentionally making time to stop and reflect. Mm. And I did that this week. And I'm building it into my everyday to stop, even if it's five, 10 minutes, and just sit and reflect on something that's happening, going on, but just that quiet time, stopping and making time to be in the moment and, and away from the noise. 
and just reflecting. And that that's my win to intentionally do that. Intentionally. It helps you center. It helps you center and be back focused. Definitely. Love it. And what a perfect time to be reflecting, right? What a perfect time to be reflecting. And although the emphasis on the intentionally doing it, because it's very easy as an entrepreneur to just like sort of essentially burn out, become overwhelmed, and kind of just unintentionally end up in a space where you're just thinking a lot, <laughs> but to ultimately intentionally say, you know what, I'm going to take the time to reflect on what is it that I want? What is it that I want to have happen next? And love it, love it, love it, folks. Mm -hmm. So what has been your win of the week? Type it in the comments. My win of the week uh, was learning that a client of mine, well, actually all my clients are just succeeding, but specifically <laughs> this client of mine, uh, her sales increased by 27% from 2022 to 2021. And now mm -hmm. it's the beginning, in the beginning of the new year, we reset to $0 <laughs> and she will likely be hitting 500K in annual sales this year if we continue on this trajectory. So love it. Fantastic. Um, I love it when other people win due to the work that we're doing. So it's fantastic. So what has been your win of the week? Maybe you've listened to one of our podcast episodes and you're like, oh my gosh, this was so enlightening. Type <laughs> it in the comments, folks. Now I'm going to introduce our guest, Iris. Iris serves as an executive recruiter at Staten <laughs> Chase in Washington, D.C. and has years of experience from for-profit <laughs> to nonprofit organizations specializing in diversity, equity, and inclusion consulting and human resources executive placements. Prior to joining Set and Chase, Iris was a vice president of human resources and the chief diversity officer at WIDA TV, one of the largest producing stations of new content for public television in the United States. And recently, Iris was named to Mogul's Top 100 DEI Leaders of 2021, a national recognition. And in December 2022, Iris Spain was named one of the 10 most influential DSI leaders of 2022 by CIO Views Magazine. So we are so happy and honored to have her here with us here this <laughs> evening. So Iris, how did you get involved with DEI work? Oh my goodness. I think for me, because my career focused and started on uh, the HR trajectory mm -hmm. and being in human resources, because I'm a very people focused person. And I always believe in having people enjoy their day and want to be at work. They spend so much time in the job. And when I was doing human resources, I wanted to make sure that everybody felt that they could be themselves. And this is years ago before it became the hot topic or the button issue. But making sure people could bring themselves to work, enjoy themselves at work, be productive and, and feel as though they were a part of the team, not just in the term, but literally a part of the work and the team in the organization. So for me, I would always make sure equity and inclusion was part of the HR work that I did and working with other leaders in organizations and my team and employees. The open door policy was very, very important to me. Mm -hmm. People always need to know that they can go somewhere and talk and be heard and be seen no matter who they are. And they can show up because if they're being included in things, they will give their best to the organization. So I think for me, it started in my career in human resources to make sure that diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging was a part of that work. It wasn't separate from it. It was part of it. Uh, to hire people to come to an organization, which is usually under the HR umbrella, that is what you're doing. You're, you're meeting with people. You're talking with people, with various candidates from different ethnicities and race and religion and backgrounds and gender identities. And you, you bring in this great talent into your organization and you're not just bringing it in to fill a position, you're bringing it in to bring their knowledge, experience and that wealth with them to make the organization better. So for me, it's always been a part of the human resources part of the work. 
is to make sure that diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging is a part of that. It's to me, it was never separate. It was a part of it. It was always a part of it. Yes, and then yes. gradually over time, continuing to do that work more and more in different organizations uh, that I worked with. Love it, love it. And it's, you know, what we talk about here is that includes that inclusivity and that belonging. Because as I mentioned right at the beginning of this episode, it's not just about checking off that box and saying, oh, look, we got the Asian, Hispanic, we got the Black. Oh, look, okay, great, we're diverse now. Yay, us. It's about making sure that they're included, right, and they're heard. And there was something you just mentioned in terms of, you know, when you got into the work, like 30 years prior, before it became a hot topic, your focus was ensuring that people were included, right? That they, because when they're included, they stay in the organization, which is why we talk about this topic here. People are probably wondering, why is this a topic on a business, you know, podcast and show? Because it takes a village and you want to ensure that your village is still sticking around. And there are people who, you know, have started their business 10 years ago, five years ago, or just last month, because- They felt it in their culture, in their company. They felt that they weren't being included. So they said, you know what? Let me just go off on my own. Okay. And so, you know, it's one of those things where it is very important. It is very, very important. Very important. Because it is, it's, if you're not treating people with dignity and respect and including them, their ideas, what they bring, hearing them, making them a part of the success of the organization, they will leave. They will. (laughs) <laughs> then they come to people like me who are executive recruiters because <laughs> they're going to come to me to help them find another job and another place to be. It's a direct correlation, a direct correlation. When people are at an organization, how they're treated and if they're included and if they're heard mm-hmm. is a direct correlation to the, to them staying at the organization. It, it's the numbers speak, you know, the numbers speak for themselves. They do indeed. They do indeed. So we will be back with Iris in a couple of seconds where Iris will be sharing with us for you as small business owners. How can you ensure that you are being more inclusive and diverse minded when it comes to growing your team and ensuring that you have that culture where people want to stay? Right. You're not it's not only important to just retain your clients and your customers, but it's also important to retain your staff and reduce those turnover costs. Okay, (laughs) so we'll be right back as Iris shares with us tips on that. Are you interested in partnering with Vanessa Zami, the business defibrillator, to revive, grow, or scale your business? Then text 617-959-2203. We specialize in collaborating with storefronts, salons, and shops to help you increase your sales by 50% in only a few months. That's 617-959-2203 for more details. If you're looking to shock your 10-year shop back to life, then text 617-959-2203. It's your time to have a reliable team, increase store traffic, and glowing sales growth so you can take that vacation outside your country while having your store still thrive. Text 617-959-2203 for more details. Wonderful. We are back here with Iris Drayton, Span Award-winning DNI expert, talking about insider secrets for you to ensure that you are reducing your employee turnover, to ensure that you are increasing the staff that you are retaining, and you are creating a loyal, reliable team by making sure that they are included. So Iris, what are some tips you have for small business owners and entrepreneurs who are listening here today who either are thinking about expanding their team or have already expanded their team and are looking for ways to keep their team with them? 
Well, I think the first thing that comes to mind is there's things you can do that don't even cost you anything, mm. <laughs> you know, to stop and do a survey. You can do a survey monkey and just send it out to your staff and your team. What is something we ought to highlight this month? What is something we ought to do different this month? Uh, what is your idea of how we might can market a brand differently? Literally asking for input from the people in your organization is something free and people welcome an opportunity to give feedback, to give their ideas to be heard. Uh, and it's something as simple as a topic. You can do it once a month and just send it out to your team. Um, you can also do team meetings. And one of the things I always stress to people, especially when I was in, you know, working at the station and other nonprofit organizations I've worked for and for-profit organizations, have someone else on the team lead the department meeting or the team meeting. Just change it up every once in a while. You know, just to give someone else an opportunity to step into that leadership role and lead the meeting. It can be a 30 minute meeting, a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour meeting. Just have them lead it. That shows that you're giving them an opportunity to show what they can bring and what they can do. It can be a set an agenda and they're just going to be in charge of running the meeting, you know, taking care of the agenda. But that's another free thing you can do that make people feel included. And, and it's not about just going through the motions. There's people will feel included when you ask them to participate in things in the business. And it's it's something as easy as that. It, it's not a big giant thing. It's a small thing that means a lot to an individual, someone who might be new to their uh, career, just starting out, giving them a small project to do that they're later on going to present to everybody at the organization or the team. Something small. You know, can you come up with an idea or can you do some research on maybe a different group of people we can reach out to? It's not taken away from the marketing person on your team, but maybe just that new person who's, you know, new to the business, giving them that assignment and they can work with the marketing person. They can be doing something other than what they might have been hired for. And this is a stretch assignment and this is going to make them feel included and it gives them an opportunity to show what they can do. You know, you never know when you bring different people together from different mm -hmm. uh, lived experiences, different backgrounds, no matter what diverse category they fit into, but just giving them that opportunity to be heard and to be seen and to let their ideas flourish. You never know when someone might come up with an idea that might be the idea to help your business grow tenfold from someone who's looking at it from a fresh perspective on your team who's been there grinding during the work with you doing everything they need to do and that person can be like you know i might be afraid i shouldn't say anything i shouldn't speak up as the owner the business owner running the organization or the team or whatever your business is just putting it out there giving people a, a small little stretch assignment you never know what you're going to hear from them you never know what you're going to get back from them and what they bring to the table and it could be a winning an award-winning idea it could be something that will triple your business you never even thought about you know, it might it might be an idea to reach an audience you never thought you should reach or even reach out to. And that's what it's about. That's what the inclusion is about. I love that. And I know you mentioned you emphasize how, you know, giving the stretch assignment to new people who are new to the organization. And I want to say that you can also give that stretch assignment to people who have been in the organization for a long time. So, for example, last summer, for example, one of my clients, she has a team of eight people right in her restaurant. And for her, when you're thinking about as a business owner, eventually you don't want to be working in the business 24 seven, right? Which means that someone else is going to have to take over. 
And so the great way to make that transition happen is that, for example, you know, for my client, what I told her was, you know, she already had someone who was kind of somewhat doing a lot of work, just wasn't doing all the work. And I said, hey, have that person who's been in your, your business for at least the past five years and you love her, she seems committed, have her lead the team meeting one day and see what yep. happens. And now that person five months later is leading the team meetings and doing even more work, right? So even, it doesn't have to be even a new person. It could be someone who's already existing in the organization where, mm -hmm. you know, you might see that perhaps it seems like their energy is waning. Yeah. Time for you to plug them into somewhere new, right? Or perhaps you see that, you know, they have been doing such great work for you. The reward doesn't have to just be a bonus. The reward could be just telling them, hey, here's this extra thing. There's some more responsibility because I trust you and I believe in you and I respect you. And so here you go. And trust is huge. That is, that is such a big thing to do for an individual is to give them that trust and show them that trust because they're in turn are going to give you more energy. They're going to stay. They're going to become more committed. And that's a, that's a great example, Vanessa, because it's not just the new people, people who've been there a long time too, but also people who you might not even think might be open to sharing different ideas. Mm. A lot of times, you know, I've been in organizations where I've worked with the accounting department because I was like, okay, you are looking at this from a place I never look at things from. You know, I'm looking at that human aspect and you're looking at that bottom line dollar. Let's see if we can work together and maybe meet in the middle and come up with a new, fresh idea to do something because you're looking at it from a different perspective than what I'm looking at. And some of the best ideas I was able to roll out at organizations was working with people with different functions in the organization, mm -hmm. different lines of business in the organization, and just reaching out to them going, what do you think about this? Does this make sense? What's your, what would be your approach if you had to do this and roll it out? What would it look like? And just doing that because sometimes someone's never asked them their opinion when it came outside of that function that they do at the organization. And, and you just never know what you're going to get. Those nuggets are just priceless that you're going to get from asking someone, what do you think about this? How would you approach it? What, what way would you do it different? What do you think we ought to do different moving forward? You know, that's, that's what inclusion is about. And that's why you have to have those different people in your organization from different backgrounds, ethnicities, race, identity. They're going to, veterans, disabled, able-bodied people, you, you're going to get a whole different perspective when you ask someone who's different than you what their ideas are and what they think about something and just their perspective on it. it it's, yes. it's a whole fresh, fresh bed of roses that'll grow. That's how I look at it. It's it, the roses grow out of those little seeds and, and it just, they, it becomes this big bouquet that you never thought you could see. You never thought you could see, but you just have to ask. You take that leap of faith and that trust that as you a, have as in your team mm -hmm. as yeah. a leader and you give people that opportunity and you just never know what they're going to come up with. You never know what they're going to come up with. Yes. So for those who are listening, and we had different different angles, people who are listening. For those, if you are a business owner listening, right, think to yourself, how can you involve your team into current things that are happening? So what I do with my clients is that it's looking at, okay, what is frustrating you? What do you not even want to do that you're still doing? But you have a team of people. So just yes. pass it off, <laughs> you know? And it, it, it's one of those things where you might say to yourself, but Vanessa, oh my gosh, right? And it goes back to what Iris was saying, trust. Yes. Like Iris yes. was saying, trust. You got to trust them. You got to trust that you have the right team in place. You got to trust that you hired well. 
You have to trust that that person is going to deliver. Or if they're not, they're willing to learn and yes. you can teach them yes. because otherwise you will be stuck in the same place. Definitely. Delegating is not a bad word. Mm. I always tell people that to delegate is not a bad word. Delegating shows strength as a leader. Mm-hmm. It shows that, okay, I've put the right people in place here in my team and my organization and my business, and I'm going to trust them to do it. It's not a delegating is not a bad word because people feel enriched and they also feel included and yeah. part of the success of what you want to see happen in your organization. I, I think that's vital too. You know, a lot of times people do leave when they're not given more work to do or more assignments or given that ability to do stretch assignments or the faith from the leader. Let me show you what else I can do. I hear that a lot. That's why a lot of people leave their their organizations. You know, they wouldn't even give me something else to do outside of what I normally do. I have so much more I can contribute. Mm. As a leader, let's ask people, ask them, ask them, just reach out. You hired these great people. You know, they're great because you went through the recruiting process. <laughs> And then, you know, in the panel interviews and everything else you did and whatever you did to hire your people, trust them, delegate, see what they can do. And you just never know what can happen. You never know what can happen. I love that. Such wonderful wisdom. When we get back from this quick break, Iris is going to share with us what are the trends or trends that she sees in D&I for 2023 that you need to keep an eye out for. And also, what does 2023 look like for Iris as well, too? So when we'll get back, trends are coming your way if you're a storefront business owner salon owner or brick and mortar shop owner including a cafe home decor furniture or clothing boutique then listen up we have some incredible discounted workshops at bzami.com for our podcast listeners to help you increase your sales by 50 percent if you are looking for more tips on reviving your business make sure to visit our website bzami.com that's B-Z-A-M-Y.com to register for our upcoming business growth workshop on staff management, financial management, and time management. It's your time to revive, grow, and scale your shop so you can go on that vacation and still have your shop thriving. Visit bzami.com. That's B for Vanessa, Z for Zebra, A for Animal, M for Money, Y as in yes.com. Visit bzami.com for more details. Alrighty, folks, we are back here with Iris Stray and Span on Insider Secrets to Inclusivity in Your Small Business. We're talking leadership, delegation, how to get the voices heard, affordable ways for you to ultimately, you know, ensure that you are being more inclusive and belonging and just ways for you to be a greater leader and better leader. We are in our last, we have a last couple of minutes here left here. So Iris, what are the top DEI trends that you see for 2023? Well, I uh, I get a lot of Forbes, so I read a, I read a lot about Forbes and what they have out, and um, they do have a list of what's working and what's not working as you're moving forward to DEI in 2023. And one of the ones that they have that 100% I agree with uh, is less mandatory one-off DEI training. You have to let go of that. Mm. DEI is something that should be a part of the DNA of the organization. One training is not going to change everything, so stop. You know, stop making everybody <laughs> do, you know, and I know there's compliance and a lot of people do that at their organizations. And I'm not saying don't do it whatsoever. It's important to do it, but you do it with some follow up. 
You have to have that training and what's the actions afterwards. Mm -hmm. Are you going to create a DEI council that's going to happen? What are you going to do with this DEI training? Are you going to come back six months from now and talk to your team? Okay, let's sit down and see what are we implementing and doing since we had that training from a small team to a large team. So I think that's something that's on the horizon of that one-off training. It's just not working anymore. It's got to be something long lasting. It has to have some, some, some panache. It has to have some next steps with it. You know, it has to have something that makes some sense. So people are being held accountable uh, six months, three months later after the training. Let's go back and revisit it. I think the next thing is ERGs. A lot of organizations have these employee resource groups, and it's not just the work of the ERGs to tackle all the issues and make everything right. If leadership's not involved in it, it won't stay. It won't stick. It won't make any sense. It won't make any reason. The ERGs are in place so people can put priorities together of what we should be doing here. What shouldn't we be doing here? This is what we're thinking. Let's do this in the organization. It can't just be them by themselves. It has to be the leadership and everyone in the organization tackling the DEI issues that are coming up in the organization. And I think that's very, very important. I think one of the other things that is very near and dear to my heart and it's everyone you know who's in this work doing this work. You can't just think that the people of color should be the people leading the DEI mm. efforts. Let me say that one more time. Stop thinking and insisting that the people of color should be leading the DEI efforts. If this is going to work, everybody has to be in on it. Uh, you can't really have the people who are marginalized and suppressed and not being promoted or being seen or heard or overlooked to lead the DEI effort. It has to be everyone in the organization, no matter who you are, everyone has to pitch in and do this to make this work. Cause that's the only way it's gonna work and the only way it's gonna stick. Um, leadership, <laughs> leadership at any organization has to put their money where their mouth is for DEI. If you don't give people the resources and some funding and some budget and something to, to support it, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna last, it's not gonna stay. Um, everything else in the organization, you put money behind, you put money to make sure you have your benefits, you put money to make sure you have security at your organizations, you make sure you have cybersecurity in place, you upgrade your technology, your IT technology, your laptops and everything else that you have to work with. You do that all the time. If you're gonna do DEI right, you have to have the funding and the budget and the resources behind it. Doesn't have to be a lot, but it has to be something. So people can say, okay, let's do this. And if we really wanna make progress, let's put some resources behind it. Cause you're not gonna have people working on the same laptops that they had 20 years ago and expecting them to do top notch work in 2022 on a computer that has the big white back body and you know those big giant ones that look like you know suitcases it's just not going to work so it's important that you you have to have leadership support at all times and i think the last thing for me too is when it comes to dei have a strategy no matter how big or small you are talk to your team I'll work as a team work with everybody in the organization what kind of strategy did we come up with what does strategy look like? It could be small listening sessions. You can bring in a consultant to work with you just to help you craft something, but have all the staff involved in it, no matter who they are. Everyone has a voice. Everyone needs to be heard and everyone can be a part of that strategy you create in your organization. And that strategy isn't one and done. Strategies live just like a like a like any kind of strategy you put in place for an organization, your strategic plan, um, whether you're for-profit or non-profit, 
some kind of strategy has to be in place on how do we actualize this. So it has to be a living, breathing thing that you do, but bring everybody in and have their input. You have people who might not want to speak in front of everybody. Hey, have a Dropbox. You have an electronic Dropbox where people can drop their ideas into. I think this could be a part of the strategy we should have in place for DEI. And, and that's a way of including people is when you include them on the conversation for the strategy. So to me, I just always believe in having something to look towards. If we put this in place and also if you have it written, it holds people accountable too. you mm -hmm. know, we wrote this down. We all signed off on it. We all agreed to do it. So a year later, let's all revisit it as a team, as a company. Are we doing this strategy? Are we doing it? And you're holding yourself and the company uh, accountable to it as well. And that's important. So love it. Fant <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Wonderful tips from Irish State and Spain. Love, love, love it. So as we wrap up here, what does 2023 look like for Irish Strain and Span, DEI work, Stat and Chase? And how can people reach you for more information? Oh my goodness. So for me, I think 2023 is starting off wonderful. I have a lot of great new clients I'm starting to work with to do some searches. Uh, one thing about Stanton Chase, and you can see that on our website, we center and focus on diversity. We make sure our candidate slate to all of our clients will, will include diverse candidates. And that's something that's near and dear to my heart to be at this firm that centers and focus on that. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, expanding my client base, you know, and get more and more different people. I'm working with a lot of new and different clients some international clients as well. Uh, another thing I'm looking forward to is I'm doing more and more of these webinars and, and speaking engagements to talk to people about topics around DE9, how we can infuse it in our organizations from recruiting to retention and different strategies and things like that. And uh, anyone can reach me on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn and I have a great presence on LinkedIn and I'm always checking my LinkedIn throughout the day, it buzzes and let me know and gives me the alerts. And I, you know, make sure when people reach out and want to connect with me that I do that, but please feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn and I'll follow me if you want to follow and connect with me if you want to connect. And I follow Vanessa uh, and I'm always, you know, on top of what she posts Some great things that she posts. And I try to post a lot of things too, that I think are very relevant topics to me personally, but also what I'm doing in this space, but definitely looking forward to a great 2023. Being intentional and uplifting others. That's the other thing too. Love it. Fantastic. <laughs> amazing, amazing words of wisdom, folks. You probably didn't capture all the notes, so you might have to listen to this all over again. That's totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. You can watch on YouTube, LinkedIn, or Facebook. We are live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. If you didn't already tell, entrepreneurship is a marathon, is a show that is not only about a story, but also about lessons and action items for you to keep moving forward in your business the best possible. We equip and empower you through education, okay? We have experts speaking on various topics. We have more experts coming to join us over the next couple of weeks as well. Point being, stay tuned. We are here every Tuesday live at 9 p.m. Eastern. Subscribe below for updates right on YouTube or follow me on LinkedIn to check out our next guests and next topics. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Happy 2023, whatever month or day or week that you are listening to this episode. Remember, entrepreneurship is a marathon, but it's a marathon you don't have to run alone. Till next time. Thanks for joining us this week on Entrepreneurship is a Marathon. If you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or Spotify, or if you'd simply tell a friend about this episode. 
And if you are looking for more tips on reviving your business, make sure to visit our website, thezami.com. That's V-Z-A-M-Y.com. To register for our upcoming business growth workshop on staff management, financial management, and time management. It's your time to revive, grow, and scale. Visit thezami.com. That's B for Vanessa, Z for Zebra, A for Animal, M as in money, Y as in yes.com. Visit thezami.com for more details.